You're listening to the Bar Business Podcast, where every week, your host, Chris Schneider, brings you information, strategies, and news on the bar industry, giving you the competitive edge you need to start working on your bar rather than in your bar. Welcome to this week's edition of the Bar Business Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about value and more specifically why your bar needs core values. So we're going to set about to talk about what core values are, how these fit into our mindset, concept, culture framework, and what you need to do to set up your bar for success by having great core values. So as I just mentioned, core values really play into the mindset, concept, culture framework. And for those of you that have been listening for a while, you should be familiar with that framework. For those of you that haven't, let's talk about that real quick. So the framework I like to follow, you'll hear a lot of different people in business world talk about a lot of different frameworks that they follow. In restaurants, a lot of times you'll hear people product process. Um, you'll hear other versions of three Ps that are slightly tweaked from that. But my framework, the one that I like to work with is mindset, concept, and culture. And the reason why I like to work with that is it puts more emphasis on your mindset as an owner. Because one thing that's true of business, and this is true of hospitality, this is true of bars, this is true of any single business that exists on the face of the planet, the mindset of the people running it are the single largest determining factor in whether or not that business will be successful. You get what you try to get. And so if you have the right mindset as an owner, very little will stand in the way of your success. If you have the wrong mindset, you won't be able to make a penny. And that's just the bottom line. You have to have your own mind right in order to have the right concept and then using your mindset and the concept you've developed to create a culture that's going to perpetuate that concept and grow that concept over time. So when we talk about core values, most people would say, okay, core values automatically fall under culture. And they do fall under culture, but also remember that they fall under your mindset. As the owner, as the driving force behind that bar, you are the one that sets the culture. You are the one that sets the core values, and your core values for your bar must align with the core values in your mindset. The one thing you never want to do is be a hypocrite. You never want to tell your whole team, hey, you need to be honest and have integrity, and then do things that are dishonest and don't have integrity. And when you do that, you make yourself a hypocrite. And as I've said before, and we'll say many times again, hypocrites are assholes, and no one wants to work for an asshole. So whatever values you're going to extol as being your corporate values, whatever values you want to hold your team to, you need to hold yourself to them as well. So values drive your mindset first and foremost. And by way of driving your mindset and being part of your training and being key to your culture, they also drive your culture. But you have to embrace every single value that you're going to put out there for your bar to get your employees to embrace that and make it part of your culture. Let's back up a little bit real quick. I think oftentimes when we talk about values, people see core values as something separate from your mission and vision statement. And they're really not. They're all pieces of the same thing. For any business to be successful, you need a mission, you need a vision, and you need core values. One of the easiest ways to think about this is that your vision is why you do what you do. It's the existential ideas that you're trying to bring forward, the long-term goals that you have. Your mission is the what. It's what are you doing? What is your mission? What is the day-to-day operation of your establishment meant to do? And then your core values, those are the how. 
So your core values are how you do what you do, which is your mission, which you do because of your vision, which is why you do what you do. So hopefully that didn't get too confusing. But it's why, vision, what, mission, how, values. And so your values really need to inform everything you do every day. You have to live by them. You have to strive to meet those values each and every single day. And it is very important as the owner. You need to know what those are backwards and forwards. You need to live them. And again, you can't be a hypocrite because hypocrites are assholes and people don't work for assholes. At least they don't work well for assholes. But your team also needs to know them as well. Once you establish core values for your bar, and really with your mission and vision as well, your team should be able to recite all of them. Your goal should be that each of them have it memorized. You say, well, why does it matter if they have it memorized? Why do we care if they know that one of our values is integrity or to be bold? Well, we care because if they don't know what it is, they're not going to think about it. If you give people a list of values and you give them a mission and you say, use the values to achieve this mission, you'll be amazed at what people do. You'll be amazed at how well your team rallies behind that and really focuses on delivering the results that you're asking for, sometimes in ways you didn't even anticipate. But if they don't know the material, if they don't know what the values are, if they don't know the mission, they can't try to live it. Even if they want to, they can't do it. So you need to make sure not only that you memorize them and live them every day, you need to make sure that your team has your values memorized, has your mission memorized, has your vision memorized, so that they can live them every day. And I think really, when we talk about restaurants, it's less important to have these in place than when we talk about bars. And sure, some bars are turn and burn. Some bars are tourist bars in major cities. Some bars are in resorts and only have tourists really that visit them. But frankly, that's not most of the bars. Most of the bars in the world are community gathering places. And one thing that I find interesting is I've looked at the demographics and just kind of the locations of where people are listening to this podcast. From what I can tell, most of you guys are not in major cities. Sure, there are some people from New York that have listened. There are some people from Chicago. There are some folks from London. But there are also people from the middle of nowhere in Montana, from rural Michigan, from rural Iowa, from rural England, um, from down the street from me in, in rural Indiana. Those rural bars, those small town bars, those community gathering place bars really require that you establish with your guests an ongoing relationship built upon values. Because especially small towns, all you have is your word. All you have is your value. And if you go back on that, no one's going to trust you. So it's very important that not only do you establish these values, not only do you live by them, not only do you teach them to your team so that they can live by them, but that you exemplify them to your community. Because if they don't see those values, especially in a small town, you're not going to survive. People decide they won't like you, and that's it. And along those lines, I want to tell you guys a story that actually has nothing to do with bars, but really proves this point very well. And so for this story to make sense, I got to tell you a little bit about where I live. Now, I just mentioned I live in southern Indiana. I live in a, well, outside of a town called Nashville in an area uh, called Brown County. That's the name of the county I'm in. It's Brown County. And Brown County is a small county. Uh, the whole county only has about 15,000 people that live in it. But it's one of the largest tourism destinations in the state. And that means we have a lot of tourist traffic through. We have a lot of bars that see a lot of tourists, but we also have core groups of locals that are very important for all those establishments. But again, this is not a bar store. What this is a story about is the house I just built a few years ago. 
I moved down here a couple of years ago after getting the house that I live in now finished. It was a project started by my dad. He passed away during the building of it. I took it over. But the, the big point here is that the whole house was built on handshakes. There were no contracts, which sounds absolutely insane to a lot of you listening, I'm sure. Most people in larger cities, even most people in smaller towns, would probably have contracts, especially when you're talking about spending multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars building a house. But what I had was I had a builder that I really trusted. I had a guy that had absolute integrity that I'd worked with on projects before who I knew had my best interest as heart as well as his. He wanted to make money, but he also wanted to do a good job and do good by me. And we built the whole house on a handshake. Now, that meant that he needed cash up front for everything, sure. So he was protected in that way. But really, there were no contracts. Most of the subcontractors were used because they knew him. They knew his reputation. They didn't need contracts. So really, I did what most people would require lawyers and contracts and a bunch of time to get done on just that side of it by shaking people's hands. And the only way that worked was that I had absolute trust in the people whose hands I was shaking and they had absolute trust in mine. That's really unique nowadays. We're not really in a handshake culture anymore. But still in some of these rural communities and some of these small towns, you do have huge deals that can take place just by shaking hands. You agreed, I agreed, we're not going to renege on our deal. Now, obviously that's not always going to work, but the point is that if you actually exemplify your values, if you actually live your values, if you actually go out of your way to hold yourself to those values, there's no reason why you can't build a reputation as someone who never tells a lie, as someone who never creates a situation where you're screwing over one of your partners, as someone who always takes care of your guests, as someone who always takes care of their staff. Sure, there are situations that aren't going to end the way that everyone wants them. Sure, there are going to be people that feel like they've been injured or maybe a better way to put it is had their feelings hurt, or they feel like they're getting the raw end of a deal. But that doesn't mean that you can't live on your values and that your values can't support you, especially in a small town. And if you have a bar in a small town, if you have a bar in a rural community, I don't care where in the world you are, it's all about your reputation. Your reputation is all about your values, and that is what will drive your business at the end of the day. Because just like I said, people aren't going to want to work for a hypocrite. If you tell everyone to be honest, but you're not, guess what? If your guests find that out, they ain't coming in either. So you've got to live your values and you have to realize that if you're not in a large city, if you're not in a tourist traffic area, if you're in a small community, all you have is your values. And you have to make sure that not only you show them every day, but your team shows them every day. And just to be very clear, this is still true if you have a pub in London. Right? You may not be rural, it may not be a small village community, but you have locals. You have people that are going to come in every day. I don't think there's a bar in the world that can survive without locals and only tourists, unless maybe you're in a captive audience resort. So you need those locals, you need those values, you need to exemplify those to your community day in and day out, regardless of where you are, regardless of what you do. But if you're in a small town, if you're in a small community... You don't have a choice. You must do it, and you must do it perfectly every single day. So now that we've kind of laid out the groundwork of how these values should work, how we're going to exemplify them, the fact that we need to train our staff on them, which we'll talk about more at the end, let's talk about how you develop them. I think we all tend to be a bit more familiar with mission and vision statements, as we've talked about, but core values are essentially just naming a list of values. Now, we need to define them, too. 
but it starts with a list. And there's a lot of questions that you'll hear from people about how many core values should I have? How many values is actually reasonable? And one of the big things, as we've mentioned, is that you need to be able to memorize these. Your team needs to be able to memorize these. So you really want to stick under seven. So seven's kind of our max. And frankly, I think four is probably a good minimum. Personally, I like five. Can't tell you why exactly I like five. I just think it's a good number. I think it works well. And I think it's memorable. You can get people to memorize it and you can cover enough detail in five separate values. But when it comes to what those five values are, that's really up to you. That's up to your imagination. They can be anything you want. Now, obviously, we want them to be positive values. We want them to drive good things for your business. We don't want people to have values that are negative and that hurt our business. But really, your values can be anything you want. They're what speaks to you, what speaks to your team. So one of my favorite values is integrity because I, I think especially, and some of this could just be being a small town guy that built a house on handshakes, but I think your integrity is all you have. People have to understand they can trust you. People have to understand that what you say is what you will do and that you are not going to double cross on what you agreed to do, period. You can't make an agreement and then back out of it without some extenuating circumstance. So integrity, I always like. Respect could be a great one. Communication, trust, community. Those are all great values to have. One that works really well nowadays, and if it's part of your concept, works even better, but sustainability. What are you doing as a concept to make sure that what you're doing is sustainable? So like I mentioned, I live in an area that is a tourist area. And the reason why we get so many tourists is to enjoy nature, to enjoy the big park we have, to go hiking, camping, fishing, kayaking, all of those sorts of great activities. So it's not uncommon for us to be worried about protecting our natural environment. So sustainability could be a great value to have, and you could exemplify that by doing things like not using plastic straws. We can have a whole argument about whether or not people should. Frankly, I think there are plenty of merits on both sides of that argument. But if you have a value of sustainability because you're in an area that is built upon nature and natural beauty as its key resource that drives your economy, that makes a lot of sense. And then you probably shouldn't have a plastic straw, right? How are we living our values? You can also have values like humility. That can be a good one. Ownership. Not necessarily as an owner you take ownership, but for your team to take ownership. Do they have that in their values? Now, you may want to be careful with something like ownership because you don't want folks to take that out of whack and assume that they own the place, per se. But are they taking ownership of what they're dealing with on a database? Another one I really like, honesty, trust. Right? People need to be honest. And I, I think especially in the bar business, there has to be an absolute expectation that our employees are honest. If they're not honest, how can we trust them with tens of thousands of dollars of inventory and cash on a daily basis? Or hell, if it's a really smart bar, even a thousand bucks or twenty five hundred bucks of inventory and cash. But most of our bartenders have a huge ability to steal from us and our patrons. So if they aren't honest, it's not going to work. Maybe uh, you have another value that is teamwork. Teamwork is a great value to have. You can even have as a value continuous improvement. So this is something we've talked about before and we will talk about plenty of times again, but continuous improvement, right? The idea that we're going to make our bar 1% better every day and these small changes over time will compound to be great results. If you're going to focus on continuous improvement, 
Why not make that a value? It's a great value to have. And it kind of sets the mindset where you need it both for yourself and your team. So those are just some ideas of what values you could have. But as I said, anything that you want to be a value can be a value. It's literally up to you and your imagination. Pick smart ones, pick good ones, pick things you actually want people to exemplify. But if you have good values, and it doesn't matter what those good values are, if you have good values and you have four or five of them to guide your business, if you can make those values the how of your business, that is how you execute your mission, which is what you do, then you're going to go far. Values are important and exemplifying those every day is important. So the biggest thing is once you have values listed out, once you have these values determined for your bar, now you have to live them, mean them. You have to be them day in and day out. And as an owner, that shouldn't be terribly difficult. They're your values. You came up with them. You determined what they are. You should be able to memorize those and live those every day. As a matter of fact, they're probably already things that you're doing because they're your values for your bar. But for your team, you need to get them able to memorize and follow these values day in and day out. There are a couple different ways we can go about this. The easiest thing to do is to put them up in the bar. Somewhere in your kitchen, behind the bar. I like the kitchen because that's where you have generally more space to put things. If you're doing a continuous improvement program like we've talked about before, and you have some visual management boards up, it's a great thing to put next to your visual management boards. But you need to have your values visible in your bar for every employee to see every day. And then you probably want to give them a handout. One thing that can work great in this case is like a business card. Go get some business card paper from um, Office Depot or wherever. Print your values on one side with the value names and descriptions. And then on the other side, you can put your mission and vision. It's a great way for your employees to be able to carry that with them and as something they can use to memorize these. Now, I'm not saying that you don't let employees on the floor if they don't have your values memorized. But what I am saying is you should quiz them on a regular basis. You should talk to them. You should make sure that they understand them and that they're growing to exemplify them more and more in their work every day. Now, something I just mentioned that I glossed over earlier is that for your values, you need definitions. And the reason why you need definitions is just so that everyone's clear as to what you need. So if we take something like respect, what does respect mean? So we can say our, val our core value is respect, and that means that we are going to treat each other and our guests how we want to be treated each and every day. You could define it differently too. It doesn't really matter. But make sure that for each value that you list out, you also have a description in these presentation materials for your staff. It'll help them memorize it better, and it'll also help them apply it better. But once you have the values determined, you need to get them in front of your team. You need to make sure that they're memorizing these, they're learning these, that they're trying to exemplify these. And again, as you're pushing them to exemplify these, as you're pushing them to learn these, internalize these, and to live these values day in and day out, you better be doing the same thing yourself because you don't want to be an asshole and you don't want to be a hypocrite. And if you're not internalizing it, if you're not yourself embracing these values and what they mean, then you have a problem and it's not going to work. So you need to do it. You need to get your team to do it. You need to give them the materials required that they need to be able to live these day in and day out. And frankly, I would talk about them every week, you know, at least once a week in a pre-shift, I'd start talking about a value. Maybe talk about a value every day. 
but bring those up, bring those up on a regular basis and make sure people know them, understand them, and live them. Your values will drive your success. And because at the end of the day, everyone is what they practice, you are what you preach. When you practice your values and preach your values, you will be your value. And your values are the how that drives you to the success of your mission, which is your what. So you need those values. You need to know how you achieve the goals that you've set out for yourself and your team. So just kind of to sum up here, maintaining your core values builds your brand. And it's going to build that brand both internally and externally. Internally, it builds that brand by setting a culture for your team and a mindset for yourself that is going to put you on the path to success. We're getting both the mindset and the culture here. And the values are key to setting the groundwork for every other bit of mindset and culture that will come after it. You must have these in place. Externally, when your customers see you live those values, you'll be able to do deals on handshakes rather than on long contract. You'll be able to talk to people and they'll trust what you say. They'll trust when you tell them that there's a supply issue. They'll trust when you say, I'm not raising prices to put more money in my pocket. I'm raising prices because my costs went up. But if you don't live your values, you won't have that leverage. You won't have that goodwill with your customers. So set values that make sense and be true to yourself. Always be true to yourself because that's what this is really all about, being who you are and having the right mindset and then making your bar an extension of who you are and that mindset. So a quick side note here before I let you guys go for the week. First of all, if you have not had a chance, head over to Facebook, join the Bar Business Nation Facebook group. We are growing. There still aren't very many people that have joined yet, but we are growing and we're looking for more people to join in. The idea with the Bar Business Nation Facebook group is to create a community of bar owners that can help each other and support each other and really to serve as just a mastermind group almost, if you will, but a community where we can all talk, ask questions, be supportive, learn, and grow. Um, also, as I've mentioned before, if you join the Bar Business Nation Facebook group coming up here in well, within a month, I should have the book Menus That Sell ready for a draft. It'll be probably the second draft. But I want to get that to all you guys for free. Have you all take a look at it. Let me know what you think of it. But essentially, if you like the Menus That Sell series of podcasts we did, um, over about three weeks, a few weeks ago, then this book kind of encapsulates and adds to everything that was discussed in the podcast. So a great way to get your hands on that before it ever goes public and for free is to head over and join the Bar Business Nation Facebook group. As always, if you had not had a chance, please rate this podcast, preferably give me five stars, but give me an honest rating because I appreciate all feedback. And then go ahead and subscribe if you have not. Really love it when you guys subscribe. Like to talk to you every week. And if you ever have any questions, if you ever need anything, you can either go over to barbusinesspodcast.com and contact me through there or shoot me a email at chris at barbusinesscoach.com. On that note, that about wraps up what we have for this week. But just to go over this one more time, when you're developing your bar, when you're looking at your bar, if you've already developed, if you don't have this in place, you should go do this tomorrow. You need value. You need core values. You need a list of them, four to seven, preferably five values that exemplify what you need to do in your bar, what you need your team to do in your bar, 
and that will drive you to success each and every day. Memorize those, live those, and watch your business grow as a result. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. We will talk again later. Thanks for listening to the Bar Business Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Check out our website at barbusinesspodcast.com and join our Bar Business Nation Facebook group for more strategies and tips.